0: Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck!
1: Are you a Street Fighter man or a Mortal Kombat man?
0: Uh, Don't you dare say you're a Tekken man, or we will oh, yeah. find a new co-host. That's not
1: even Are, an is option. anybody a Tekken man? People, I've, like, early adopters of the PlayStation swear by Tekken, but anybody else, I don't think. I don't think I've ever in my
2: life met someone and talked to them where they were like, "I both know what Tekken is mm-hmm. and I'm excited about it."
0: God damn it, mom! I'm a Tekken man.
1: <laughs> How many times do I have to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a king of fighters guy. <laughs> no, a, a, a Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Aunt
2: Lacy, I'm a Samurai Showdown kid. Killer Instinct.
1: I think I have to be a Street Fighter person because what I really am is a Marvel versus Capcom person.
0: Oh, those are good games.
1: I'm so bad at them. You have to be so yeah. good at them. Well, but they're I, incredibly hard. I love them. the the um The second one, the the, the one that sort of broke it. There was a uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had that on Dreamcast. There was like X Men versus Street Fighter. And then there was Marvel vs. Capcom, and then Marvel vs. Capcom Two. Yeah, for Dreamcast. Yeah, that's what it was.
0: It's one of those games, like I was talking about with a, a Spawn game last week, where like I love how ridiculous it'll let you be in terms mm-hmm. of like you can put a Sentinel up against a Servbot, and like that's just a fight you can have. Yeah.
1: <laughs> is that is a Servbot the one that looks like Lego minifigs? Yeah, they're from Mega Man Legends, I think.
2: Yeah. I think so. One of my one of my favorite themes for parties at the engineering school that I went to uh was we get a bunch of people to come over and we would just uh we had a projector and we throw up on the wall it was called i think salty bets <laughs> and basically it was i think it's called mugen or mugen it's the thing I, I think that you're talking about mark where it's like you have a ton of completely random characters from things and it's just a fighting game
0: hmm. uh,
2: and so it basically picked these characters at random and then have the ais fight each other and then hmm. you place bets on who would win but like this is a game that's specifically
0: built like is it like it sort of a uh Someone on the internet made this kind of just like
1: hodgepodge cultural thing, or is this like a game that... But with stats. So you could have like the Mars Rover Curiosity versus (laughs) uh, like Alex Trebek. I want to see that fight.
2: But it's great to like finish your drink if your guy loses, uh, take a sip every time your guy gets hit, blah, 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 blah. That sounds dope. Yeah, it was, they were
0: very dumb, fun parties. Ian, I think I'm a Mortal Kombat man, but I do really enjoy Marvel versus Capcom.
1: I like the roster on Marvelous Capcom. I like the fighting on Mortal-, Mortal Kombat 2, I think, is pinnacle Mortal yeah, Kombat for me. For sure.
2: Whatever, the one with the X ray balls hitting. I think that one threw me. I, yeah. I think I prefer. I don't like fighting games. That's my confession. <laughs> I, I don't. Uh... Yeah, I like Soul Calibur. That's, I guess that would be. Uh, if I had to pick a fighting game, I like a Soul Calibur.
0: How are we going to transition this into what we're reading today?
1: Well, Mark, wait for it. I'm glad you asked. Did you have something? No, I was just pulling. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Fighting. Uh, So we just talked a lot about fighting games. You know who else loves to fight? Terrorists. Superheroes. Well, yeah, but superheroes. You know who stops (laughs) terrorists? Mm. Education. The police. Uh, Community outreach. Uh, (laughs) Um,
2: reading. Good parenting. Time travel. Religion. Time travel.
1: What are we
0: gonna do for an intro this week? So, you can't use any of this.
1: <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Booze Your Own Adventure, a podcast where three grown men try to figure out how to read about a book after a, a, like 10 minutes. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. I'm Mark. And today we are reading Marvel Superheroes Adventure Gamebook Number One The Amazing Spider Man Subtitle City in Darkness. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure how this works. I think that's
0: the full title. Yeah. It's one of those with uh, three or four
1: colons in the title. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if Marvel Super Heroes Adventure Gamebook is the series or if Marvel Super Heroes The Amazing Spider-Man Adventure Gamebook is the series.
0: No, it's definitely Marvel Super Heroes is the series. I think there's like, they made four or five of these or whatever, and there's like one per superhero. Okay. So we we got the Spider-Man book.
2: Oh, so it's the one option that you didn't mention, Marvel Super Heroes, colon, The Amazing Spider-Man Adventure Gamebook. Number Ooh, one.
1: The, yes, that would be like multiple amazing Spider-Man adventure game books. Anyways, this one's called The City in Darkness.
2: It's actually Marvel
0: Superheroes Adventure Game Book. Uh, and then the, the, the adjectives that goes with Spider-Man, that gets swapped out with each individual book. So there's a spectacular Spider-Man game book. There's an, <laughs> an ultimate Spider-Man game book. Mm-hmm. There's a like passable Spider-Man game book. The 2099 Spider-Man game book. Oh, I love the 2099 Spider-Man.
1: I was so happy when
0: I <laughs> unlocked that costume.
1: Pa- passable Spider-Man was a, was a very short-lived uh, offshoot <laughs> Hey,
0: say what you want about it It was passable
1: You know, there was a lot of really good writing I think uh, the, the humanity of it was definitely there But there mm-hmm. was almost no superhero stuff
0: You know what no one talks about anymore? The misogynist Spider-Man That short-lived arc
2: Yeah That one had to go into the memory hole for sure <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah
1: They retconned it all
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a different dimension now. Mm-hmm. That was Earth-607. Earth-1954
1: Earth is what that one was called. <laughs> a whole, whole lot of shit wrong with Earth-1954. <laughs> Anyways, this is by Jeff Grubb, and he's uh, a cool guy. We assume. We assume. Yeah, um, you,
0: you didn't look him up before. He could be just the worst guy, and now yeah. you vetted for him, and it's going to be a big stain on your record.
1: Fuck you. You guys, Jeff Grubb is a uh, is actually the nom de plume of Idi Amin. So, my bad. Damn it.
0: Ediamine.
1: Amin? He's a bad guy.
0: Couldn't you just go with
2: Hitler like all the normal kids do? Yeah. You can always go with Stalin if you want to seem smart. Uh, yeah, we don't want to lose those uh, very, very lucrative Idi Amin stands, uh from our listenership. Wait, for is sure.
1: the, the argument can't be that Mar- that I was wrong for knowing Idi Amin and Mark is right for wishing it was Hitler.
2: I want to be clear that
0: there are no Idi Amin
2: stands being talked about, just
0: people who don't know the reference.
2: Mm. I want to be clear that... Mark Was Wishing for Hitler is going to be our out-of-context stinger for the episode.
0: Hashtag wishing for Hitler.
2: Well, damn it. Even better.
0: (sighs) (laughs) The outro for this episode is just going to be like eight clips, and all of them are 90% the bleep noise.
1: (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Okay, so this book, just like giving it a brief brief look through, uh, appears to be a lot like the... um, Fighting fantasy books where you have like a million different options and you got to roll dice and we'll draw a map. Do we get to be the Spider-Man?
0: Yeah. So you get the stat card at the front. So unlike in Final Fantasy, or not Final Fantasy, fighting fantasy, where you have to like roll up a character. It's just like, here are your stats because you're Spider-Man and these are his stats.
1: I wonder what uh, Wolverine's agility with webbing stat would be. So that one
0: is noted in the intro as a unique to Spider-Man stat. Okay. I think Wolverine would have the propensity for stabbing or something like that.
1: (laughs) Right. Uncontrollable
2: anger. Metal bones, 10.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You, as Spider-Man, are now ready to face the dangers that lurk in the city of darkness. Turn to page 13 to begin your adventure. Good luck and good choices. That's a fun one.
1: Wait, we don't want to... Okay, hang on. Okay, so we're not going to read the background to Spider-Man.
2: If you don't know the background to Spider-Man, you must hate this podcast. (laughs) If you
0: have somehow not encountered the background of the Spider-Man, but you have encountered this podcast, how are you doing pop culture? <laughs> how, how do you even do that? Yeah. You move through the brightly lit canyons of the city on a single strand of webbing. It is early summer, and the warm weather has brought out most of New York's population. Couples stroll along the sidewalk, stopping to watch breakdancers and mimes. Wow. <laughs> so that,
2: the more things change,
1: the more they stay the same. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to the year 2020
2: executives out on the
0: town hail taxis bound for the theater district street musicians sound out hot muggy tones on saxes and clarinets simultaneously apologizing to passerby for getting them wet with noise that is a muggy clarinet riff
1: (laughs) gross i feel hot from
0: this air you have a bird's eye view of it all or in your case a spider's eye view i was literally about to make that joke you swing down the street high above the normal hustle and bustle, your web lines arching from their special web shooters strapped to your wrists. You've got to get across town fast. A meeting with Daily Bugle editor Robbie Robertson was supposed to start five minutes ago, and lateness is not a virtue looked for in freelance photographers. Of course, you muse, when it absolutely, positively has to get there overnight, Web Slinger Express is the only way to travel.
1: Oh, yeah, this is good. It's going to be a book full of quips, huh? Book full of hot hot takes.
2: Uh,
0: Maybe we should give him a better quip voice then, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's, what's your best, yeah, he's light, he's, uh, you know, fast, right?
1: Uh, Mark, you were almost Rorschach, which I think would be a really fun (laughs) Spider-Man take. Where he's like, he's like, I look down at this stupid city. (laughs) Dumb, dumb people and all their idiot shit. I just want to kick somebody to death. (laughs) You
0: know what? I like that, actually. Let's have Rorschach Parker. Yeah. Spooky, of course, you moose, when, when it absolutely positively has to get there overnight, Web Senior Express is the only way to travel.
1: Snake? S- <laughs> I sure hope Peter
0: Parker doesn't have any lines in the Spider-Man book.
1: It, probably not. No, he's probably, probably not. <laughs>
0: hey, it's Spider-Man, shouts a voice from the crowd below. Heads turn and you feel the gaze of your admiring public. Whoa, Neat. I thought he was from an imaginary story.
1: George, get out the camera. A naked American man stole my balloon.
0: Ah, uh, the tribulations of being a well-known superpowered hero. you think, chuckling? <laughs> Adored by millions or at least hundreds, in reality, mild-mannered camera hound, Peter, Yeah bum. The last comment breaks through your reverie and catches you by surprise. You scan the crowd below to see who your detractor is. Oh,
1: guys. Rorschach Spider-Man is just regular Batman. That's what I just put (laughs) together. He swings around, he has fun, but he's also super deep and sad.
0: You're a menace to society. I read about it in the Daily Bugle. Beneath your mask, you frown deeply. Okay, hero. You think? Do you really want to take this kind of guff? Do I teach this loudmouth a lesson? I know what Rorschach would do.
1: Yeah, hit him with a cleaver till he's dead. (laughs)
0: So, if you're willing to put up with a little verbal abuse, 64. If you'd rather deal directly with the lout, go to 45. 45, right?
1: Yeah, I guess our first choice is to like be either continue to be Spider Man or like hit this guy in the face. Well, maybe
2: we're just gonna talk to him and like uh, address his concerns about the Spider Man enterprise.
1: So, you th- you think Spider Man is gonna do something constructive with this as a, as like a learning point for him? Yeah,
2: I, don't I think, think the so.
0: book is gonna give us the option to like. Take Spider-Man and make him evil. You know, like I think whatever we choose is gonna be done in a Spider-Man idiom.
1: That's you're probably right, Mark, and that that does make me a little disappointed. <laughs>
2: yeah, this isn't uh madame guillotine or is it like Spider-Man's not gonna just run around town Gwen Stacying people he doesn't like. <laughs> Gwen <laughs> stacying is a verb now? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fewer syllables than snapping their neck, I yeah. think. <laughs> I'm not allowed to do the math. I'm not a nerd. Make it look like an accident.
0: Hey bonzo. How'd you like to see things from my angle? That line came out weird because I was kind of burping.
1: Yeah,
0: it was a weird line.
1: Same. How does he know that guy's name?
0: Bonzo? Yeah. You didn't know it was that famous uh, Spider-Man rogue Bonzo, the guy with the trench coat?
1: Yeah, well, it's uh, Bonzo. Bonzo's the name of the really asshole kid in Ender's Game that I think he kills. He's the,
2: Bonzo's the Idi Amin of Spider-Man villains.
1: Yeah, you know, you guys know Idi Amin.
0: All my friends go to these EDM concerts, but I just can't get into it.
2: Jesus. <laughs> that was the last King of Scotland guy, right?
1: Yeah, that was the, the last King of Scotland guy. The one that cut people up and stuffed them into suitcases.
2: Yeah. Yeah. With
0: that, you press the toggle located on your palm, sending a jet of sticky web fluid over a nearby lamppost to hit and adhere to the collar of the loudmouth jacket. You give a not-so-mighty tug, and the loud is raised-up eyeball-to-eyehole with you eyeball to eye hole you gouged out your eye last week do we have eye holes now instead of those like apparently transparent
1: uh latex covers oh yeah i never figured it out and it's a little bit uncanny when he can squint them
0: yeah that is weird uh but also it'd be pretty fucking horrifying if he couldn't you know deal with that just at all times
1: (laughs) yeah you can never tell what his face is doing
0: hey quit picking on the guy a voice cries out from below Look what he's doing to that poor man! Shouts another. <laughs> Wonderful, you think? You hassle one loudmouth and end up turning the whole crowd from admirers to hecklers. I should try to keep my cool.
1: Or assault all of them. Your son, yeah.
0: Hopefully a choice is coming up soon. Lower your karma score by one point for
2: the error in judgment. Uh, oh, so we can do as much brutalizing of the civilian population as we have karma points is what I'm taking away here.
1: I'm down. I mean... In the uh, fighting fantasy book, we trade kills for karma points, so... Mm-hmm.
0: The crowd is getting uglier, <laughs> and you consider for a second leaving the loudmouth strung up. Do you think they're getting uglier because we're punching them in the face?
1: Yeah, all their blood keeps coming out. It's a real mess.
0: They were prettier when they had teeth. <laughs> You're just about to swing off, hoping the crowd doesn't start throwing things, when you hear a muffled explosion nearby, followed by shots! The sharp reports of pistol fire are mixed with a strange alien crackle that sounds like static electricity... Either a giant Persian cat is snuggling against glass buildings, or something unpleasant is up. Like the first one wasn't unpleasant? We gotta deal with a giant Persian cat that makes static electricity sounds? Oh,
2: I just, like the person who's writing this book's brain is just weird. Like this is a s this is this is a really weird simile, but then like you you pull him up, eyeball to eyehole. That's a weird way to phrase that.
1: Mm-hmm. Face to mask, maybe? Yeah. Or just like to I, eye level. To eye level. Your eye level. Yeah. Which are hidden behind your eye holes.
0: What, what this strikes me as is a writer who feels the need to be clever, maybe to live, live up to Peter Parker's standard of cleverness. hmm So he's going to try a little bit too hard on everything he does. You resolve to make up for your early misjudgment and leap into action. Robertson and the Daily Bugle will have to wait. You follow the sound of gunfire to 146.
1: Okay. Okay. This sounds like Spider-Man stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: We're going to fight that big cat. Did Spider-Man used to have a fling with big cat? uh-huh
1: yeah 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 F-
0: felicia hardy the big cat the big big cat uh the, she did that swat cats crossover it was really good oh my god <laughs> the shots are coming from nearby swinging around the corner you get the full picture from three stories above street level
1: is it possible to do a swat cats cosplay without it just being furries and mechanics suits
0: What's wrong with furries and mechanic suits?
1: Well, like, I don't know nothing, but, like, I don't want to celebrate the furry lifestyle. I want to celebrate SWAT cats.
0: I think if you just don't put your dick into anything, you're celebrating SWAT cats.
1: Yeah, just, like, don't make it sexy. How do you not make it sexy? How do you make it sexy? Well, oh, okay, Mark, maybe it's been a minute since you've seen SWAT cats. They are, they are beefy. They, it's a lot of Top Gun vibes.
0: It is that. Also, though, they are cats.
1: They're cat people. I, listen, it's, it's, it's neither here nor there. I'm just thinking spitballing ideas for the next time we can have a convention.
0: It looks like they have like a regular form, too, where they look like they're dressed like mechanics.
1: Yeah, that's what, that, that might be the one I go for, to like for like a really deep cut. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Who recognizes these guys?
0: That would be a fun cosplay. Uh, you can do it in DragonCon 2047, the next DragonCon we're going to have. Yeah,
1: if we, if we <laughs> ever do.
0: The center of the street is blocked by an overturned armored security truck. The truck bears the insignia of a blue horse's head, but otherwise looks like U.S. government standard issue. The truck's massive rear door has been blown off its hinges and is lying nearby. Army jeeps, capital A, capital J, also with the horse's head symbol, are pulled over in front and in back of the truck. Apparently escorts for whatever was inside.
1: Giant blue horse. Yeah, giant blue horse. Giant blue army horse. I looked and I beheld a giant blue horse. (laughs) And there was a rider, and his name was the green goblin probably the, yeah somebody from the sinister six the occupants of the jeeps
0: capital j men and women dressed in blue uniforms have piled out and are using the vehicles for cover
2: do you think their uniforms have horse heads on them seems likely let's hope so god let's hope so
1: patches or like a embroidery
0: their attackers are across the street crouched in an alleyway two men dressed in green bodysuits, carrying huge weapons that look like world war ii bazookas hmm The smoke from the fight clears for a moment, and you see, in neat lettering beneath the symbol on the truck, the
1: word Pegasus.
0: Good gravy. You suddenly realize, these boys and girls in blue are from Project Pegasus.
1: Ugh, Project Pegasus. And and now they're getting shot with lightning. The last people that need to get shot with lightning is Project Pegasus. Show of hands,
0: who's heard of Project Pegasus? My hand is down. My hand is down. My hand's also down. Yeah, Yeah, this is not a thing from the Spider-Man canon that I know about.
1: Maybe the next paragraph will succinctly summarize what Project Pegasus is.
0: Nah, I'm just going to skip it. Yeah. You're not sure why these two groups chose New York to Street to fight in.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Pegasus is an energy project located in upstate New York, funded by the Department of Energy. In the past, the project has been investigated alternate forms of energy, including those possessed by superpowered bad guys, a number
1: of whom are your old foes. Wait, did I just understand correctly that Project Pegasus uses bad guys with electricity powers to, like, run dynamos and stuff?
0: I think it probably, like, puts them uh, on an operating table and runs experiments on them to try to figure out how we can make your... Electricity powers, our electricity powers.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, but the idea of uh just throwing all these Spider-Man bad guys into effectively the Conan of the Barbarian uh like rotating push wheel is pretty amusing as well.
1: Yeah. It's not <laughs> Spider-Man's fault for having two uh, two major electricity based foes, right? That's not his bad. That's true. Well, they're his bads. Right. Big bads.
0: You're not sure why these two groups chose a New York street to fight in, but it's apparent that the guys in green are not too worried about inflicting civilian casualties. Should you wait into battle or should you take the time to set up your camera first? What do we think, guys?
1: I mean, we're already late to work or whatever. We should probably come in with some cool camera work. Yeah,
2: I'm in favor of us just being a big old piece of shit all the time. (laughs) So, like, let's get that money. Let's set up the camera. I was going to point out that, like, karma
0: is a real stat we have and money is not. But I also like Chris's let's just go the dark side path uh, deliberate strategy. So, fuck it. Set up the camera.
1: If anything, we're going to earn karma for building our backstory more, more believably.
0: You find a likely looking ledge nearby, so what do we used to think that it is?
1: <laughs> it's a mimic! Oh, yeah. damn it! It tried to eat me.
0: He ate my sword! Drawing your camera out from your belt, mount it firmly with a dab of webbing. Um, I'm picturing him actually dabbing and shooting webs.
1: <laughs> oh, wow.
0: All these actions come automatically, smoothly developed over years of taking pictures of yourself in action. These pictures sold first to Jameson and later Robinson. Sold first to Playgirl and later to Hustler. (laughs) And then to your mom. Have supplemented your income over the years and now are your main source of ready cash, which the IRS doesn't seem to mind.
1: (laughs) Where are Spider-Man's parents? You don't know this? I don't know this. I honestly, though, I know that Uncle Ben and Aunt May and whatever, but like, every time I try to think of it, I just think of the backstory of Jumanji. (laughs) Where their parents died in a skiing accident or a car crash or something.
0: I mean, I think it's basically that they're dead. I don't really know what from.
1: They're uh, in a vacation in Europe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Callback
0: to Gorga or the mermaid one? The mermaid I one.
2: The one, mermaid was one like, was the one I was thinking of because, yeah. like, that one felt under, that that felt rough.
1: Where it's like we gotta we can we gotta leave you anywhere but our own house or Paris. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I think I noticed in the intro to this book actually, the part we skipped was. They actually used the line, and then, you know, your uncle, your, your uncle Ben died because of this, and that's when you learned that with great power comes great responsibility. I did not know that line existed prior to Toby Maguire's Spider-Man. Hmm. Like, I knew it was a theme, but I didn't think it had been, like, stated word for word before. You watch the unfolding battle and notice that the guys in blue jumpsuits from Project Pegasus are taking a pounding from their attackers. The guys with the lightning-firing bazookas... Yep, that's what that sentence says. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look, look like members of Hydra, capital everything, but the green of their uniforms is too <laughs> washed out and they are missing the distinctive H on the front. So it just says Hydra? Hydra.
2: Hail Hydra.
0: <laughs> Whale Hydra. It's
2: fun to stay at the Y-D-R-A.
0: <laughs> Y-D-R-A. Catchy. One of the goons in the alley has spotted you, and the way your spider sense is buzzing tells you that he's got you lined up in the crosshairs of his weapon. Make an agility feet roll to get out of the way. All right, so I think our agility is pretty damn good.
1: Yeah, our agility is 10. Got a three. Okay,
0: that's technically enough. The total is 13, so page 36.
1: Now, when you say an F, what what does that mean? Did I say that? hmm Yeah, you said an
2: F, and I was like, oh, we failed? Shit, like,
1: F from feet, E N O U G H, enough. enough. Mm-hmm. Oh oh oh, is that uh, uh, oh oh okay? Yeah, that sounds very. That does sound very similar. My bad.
0: Interesting that you both heard it that way though. So I must have fucked up the saying of it. I was just waiting for you to say a w.
2: I mean, it could just be like your internet popped out for a second.
1: Yeah,
0: your internet popped out for a second. Your internet popped out for some cigarettes ten years ago and never came back. Damn it! I was about to say. I was about to say that.
1: You know, it's a really touchy subject with Chris and his internet. Hey, Chris, remember when I beat you to that StarCraft joke? Oh.
2: I was also just thinking, I was going to be like, <laughs> uh, this is, Antaro Dune, fucking Mark. And then I was like, no, that wasn't the messenger chat. No one else will get this joke.
1: <laughs> I got it. I really like Phoenix. I think he's probably one of my favorite like voice actor characters. Uh, yeah, I mean, I said Rip and Peace, but
0: I truly meant it. I just feel like the Death of Phoenix scene would have been better with Bakugan eyes. That's all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Man. I remember that.
0: You dodge out of the way of the last 36 moment. Nope. You dodge out of the way at the last moment as a massive bolt of electricity carves a massive gash out of the wall just inches away from your massive camera. <laughs> if you weren't sure before that the guys with the heavy artillery are the bad guys, that little bit of hate bail convinces you.
1: Every sentence is like twice as long as it should be.
2: And four times as smug as it should be. So smug. I'll just start doing every other word. Not our fellows.
1: Fair and friendly
0: could be friends that met's or least been the editorials yeah you know the first half of that kind of worked
1: yeah it sounds it sounds fun cuz we're like this guy's about to go do crime fighting but he just had a massive aneurysm like <laughs> <laughs> i've never seen that dark take on superhero stories
2: i i'm just going to say this i feel like we historically, we we have not done voice mulligans, but like it seems like there's a lot of just super fun inner monologue uh, in this book, and it that the voice that we have currently seems difficult. You're saying I should change it. I'm saying if you wanted to change it, I wouldn't think any less of you
1: and it, and it, it the the change would be jarring for me, but I think that within like another twenty or thirty pages of reading i could I could learn to get over it.
2: I like how you casually
0: mentioned 20 or 30 pages of reading as a way of trying to convince me to change it, so I'm going to stick with it, you pieces of shit. I mean, yes, to be clear, we did not think you could do it, so by all (laughs) means, prove us wrong. Your dodging drops you down to just above street level. One of the Pegasus guards spots you and waves you away. Get back, she shouts. It's dangerous around here. Shirley, you jest, you snap back. Don't call me Shirley. (laughs) But it might be her name. You're too low to web up the bad guys without catching some innocent bystanders. Your best move would be to try to get between the two thugs. Uh, I think your best move is just to web up some bystanders because it's better than them getting hit with lightning bazooka or whatever. True. Yeah. you tense your muscles to leap across the street and move on to 92. That's a
1: sentence we didn't need. Yeah. It's weird that we tense our muscles to leap, but then all we do is move on. <laughs>
0: Which is, like, really tense as we just, like, step staggeringly across the street.
1: Right. It looks like you're getting ready to jump or you just farted in your Spider-Man suit. You're constantly farting as you walk across the street. So breezy. I
0: mean,
2: if you're not farting as you swing through the air, like, that's a waste of time and farts.
0: Yeah. Spider-Man could do some like professional level crop dusting if he takes some mind to it.
1: Yeah. did you guys ever play that PlayStation 4 Spider-Man? There's many games where you have to sort of mm. uh, crop mm-hmm. dust bad guys with your stinky farts.
0: <laughs> I did play that. Yeah. That is more or less what happened. That's a lot of them. Well, first you have to swing through fart clouds in the city, collecting the farts in jars. Uh-huh.
1: Uh-huh. And then right. you have them and then you put them into your butt mounted jar <laughs> opener. Because you're a gadgets guy, you know, in that game, you're a real gadgets guy.
2: Dr. Connors, that's the lizard man, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I collect all these fart juice, but now I need some way to put my fart juice into my Spider-Man hands.
1: Well, reg- regular spiders have eight legs. Why don't you just grow extra butt- legs up for your butt, on your butt? Where your butt is, to hold the jars. <laughs> Dr. Connors, that's, are you having a stroke? Are you okay? I might need hospital.
0: If the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man really had the guts to give him like actual spider power web shooting like they tried to,
1: yeah, yeah, it'd be coming up his ass. And like a weird sort of, um, I want to say, what's it called? Hang on. Where you have puberty. That's the thing. (laughs) It's like a weird puberty analog. Yeah. Right? Where Aunt May's like, what's going on? And he's like, quit. I'm just shooting sticky white stuff. Don't come in here.
0: Honestly, I kind of appreciate it because otherwise it's just like you have to have him be bit by radioactive spider and also make him like a super technology genius. And also the thing that he's super technology genius the best was this thing that just happens to go along with the powers
2: he just happened to get. Yeah. Well, he has. Well, that's not, not true. He invented a far more effective mustard gas. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. you know, what what you, what's more day to day useful? Yeah, absolutely. The web serum.
1: Nobody Wait. talks about his uh, his egg sac. Pouch that he made that you can stuff, that's where he keeps all of his gadgets in a little tiny egg sack, uh, like a trans-dimensional space-warping egg sack. Bag of holding. Yeah, it's just real nasty. Sack of holding. Mm-hmm. S-A-C.
0: Yeah. Flexing the muscles that give you the proportional strength and agility of a spider, in mm-hmm. case you forgot who Spider-Man was.
1: Right, or skip the intro.
0: And how he animates his bones.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> you leap into the fray. A blast of lightning-like force ionizes the air on top of the jeep where you stood just moments before. Before the flash is dimmed, you're across the street, directly above the goons. Eat Shackzooka blast, web slinger. Oh, God. Oh says the God. thug on your right as he fires a blast from his futuristic weapon.
1: You know, from time to time, I think Matt Forbeck's a bit ham-fisted in the way he introduces fantasy dialogue into into the uh, 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 Dungeons & Dragons books. Uh-huh. That is that is nothing. compared <laughs> Compared to the line... Eat shockzooka blast, web spinner. Yeah.
0: Shockzooka. You'd laugh, dodging the fiery blast. You'd think the people who invent these deadly gadgets would at least come up with original names. Sounds like something that attacked Tokyo. Okay.
1: You almost had me.
0: This is that thing where Spider-Man, the guy who jumps around making bad puns at all times, is now ribbing other people for, like, not being clever enough. Yeah, yeah. This is a bad look on him.
1: Yeah. Kind of like bright red and blue uh, pajamas, huh? Spider-Man. Ooh. hey Fucking got him. Roasted. Boom.
0: Before the thug can get in another shot, which might be from his bazooka or might just be, you know, like, strong words, mm-hmm. you rush him, grabbing the battery-operated bazooka and ripping it from his grasp. The goon on your left, a little dumpier than the other. Rude. Rude. What's that word exactly?
1: Stronger looking. Okay.
0: Is that related to dumps like a truck?
1: Uh, I can't confirm or deny. <laughs> okay. The second goon seems
0: so amazed by your speed that he has forgotten to aim his own weapon at you. Make a fighting feat roll. Same odds as last time. What do you think? Should we spend karma or just roll the dice? Again,
2: we have to save our karma for all of the brutalization of innocent people.
0: Ooh, but this is one where you can crit. If you get a 9, 10, or 11, you get to go to a special page. If it's
1: 12 or more, you get
0: to go to a specialer
1: page. Do we think that that means we kill them? Yes. Fuck it, yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, so we only need to use three karma, which takes us down to eight karma, which is still so many. That's eight murders we can do. It's more than I've got. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll get arrested for one. Just just the one. Okay, so we got 12 or more. Go
1: to page 80. Uh, b- before we read page 80, I just want to point out how bad it is for somebody to punch them so hard they pass out. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's basically killing them. You're putting them in like a high-speed car accident with just <laughs> the surface area of your fist. Yeah. Like, that's severe brain damage.
0: Yeah. Apparently another thing is that, like, that move you always see in movies where you snap their neck around and they die is, like, basically actually impossible in real life. Like, you would think that anybody could just do it and the neck is just a super weak point, but it's actually really hard to kill someone that way.
1: I heard, but the, the way that I'm always going to do it, if I ever am in mm-hmm. that position, mm-hmm. I got from the Venture Brothers where Brock... Uh, is, is guiding Dean over the walkie talkies to, gr- to reach around the front of somebody's neck and g- grab their trachea and squeeze it like a bike brake. <laughs> and that it only takes five pounds of pressure to crush somebody's trachea.
0: Yeah, trachea is where it's at. You go yeah. for the trachea, not the spine. Nighty night, Snooky Okums, you say, lashing out and catching each of the goons flush in the jaw. Their weapons clatter to the ground, and you're the only one standing in the alley. Add two points to your karma score. Weird. So why is my spider scent still ringing like a three alarm fire? You wonder, scanning the empty alley. Nobody else here. Not even any trash or trash cans. (laughs) A suspiciously well-kept alley, except for that manhole.
1: That's a dirty manhole.
0: A suspiciously well-kept manhole.
2: There aren't any alleys in New York.
0: That's false.
2: No, if, you well, at least in Manhattan, uh, there's just like not space between the buildings. It's famously, everyone's like, oh, your city's gross because you have garbage in the streets. Well, yeah, because we don't have any alleys. you got to put it in the street, and then the guy picks it up. Is that what alleys are for? In other cities? Yeah. I thought they were just, like, an oversight that led
0: to assault.
1: <laughs> no, they're, they're there, I, I guess, for, like, fresh air, for, like, windows, to be able to open windows at the end of a building.
0: Yeah. But then the, all the garbage is piled below it? Well, I mean, where else are you going to put the garbage on the street like an asshole? Just yeah. not in my designated fresh air spot is all.
1: Mark, it's, a, it's an island. And for some reason, people just keep moving there. And <laughs> it, it, it's like, they, they don't make any more space on that island.
0: It's very inconsiderate. It's like your friends move there and like you want to do a podcast with them. But now they're over in New York. You have to buy all these fancy microphones.
2: We, we used to have alleys in 1820. And yeah. then they built apartment buildings in them.
1: <laughs> yeah, Tony Stark built alleys in a cave. <laughs> Tony Stark built this 75-square-foot closet apartment (laughs) in a cave. All right. Your spider
0: sense shifts to a frantic pitch, and you realize the danger is from the manhole itself. It's a mimic. It's the second mimic we've encountered. Something's nasty down there, and I don't think I want to be here to find out what it is. You say like a coward?
1: Yeah, run from the scary manhole, Spider-Man. Run from the suspiciously well-kept manhole. Yeah, oh, it's too clean. Famous,
2: famously heroic Spider-Man.
1: He's got the weakness. Superman's got the kryptonite. Batman's got talking about his dead mom. And (laughs) Spider-Man's got... Manhole covers? Clean manhole covers. Shrapnel? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Explosive explosions.
0: You leap straight into the air, reaching a fire escape ladder hanging 20 feet overhead. You're no more than halfway toward your goal. Which it said you reached.
1: Our goal is to to not have to see what's in that manhole. Well, we're halfway there.
0: When the shockwave of an explosion sends you flying even higher, the booming thunderclap comes from below and the walls shake as flame jets out of the mouth of the manhole.
2: Boom, clap, the sound of my heart. <laughs> the wall shake as flame jets out of my manhole.
0: <laughs> Classic song. You are lifted off your feet by the shock of the blast. The ground is shattered into a crazy quilt of broken asphalt. Make an endurance feet roll. If the total is 11 or more, do a thing otherwise do a different one
1: all right ian what's our endurance eight our endurance is eight so we have a 50 percent chance of making this one sans karma six nailed it nailed it
0: we're doing great go to a 121 you are thrown clear of the mouth of the alley your two playmates are sprawled at the mouth of the alley guards from the pegasus project are already checking them checking them
1: they're they're shooting them with health bullets (laughs)
0: A tall blonde woman dressed in a blue jumpsuit stands in the midst of the scene, barking orders. Her hair is pulled back into a tight bun, and she seems to be taking the entire situation, explosion included, as a personal front.
1: That was her manhole. That was her super clean alleyway.
0: Get down the alley. She shouts at a pair of guards. Try to find them. I'm watching you, Wazowski. Always watching. Find who? You ask, jumping down next to her. She glances at you long enough to know that you are still among the living, but doesn't reply. Find too. You. you still want to know? <laughs> One of the guards approaches you, and the blonde woman. I've gotten in touch with the New York Police Department.
1: You just say Police Department. We know where we are.
0: The police have put out an all-points bulletin for them.
1: All-points bulletin? Who are you looking for? You ask.
0: But again, you received no answer. You're a ghost. Yeah, you might be
1: dead, Spider-Man. How far away did you jump from that explosion?
0: Spider-Ghost. <laughs> Spider-Ghost. Another of the guards comes back from the alley. Explosion in the sewers, ma'am. Awful mess. Tattered red and blue pajamas everywhere.
1: Teeth, hair, <laughs> blood. It's just one guy got it. We can't tell who it is yet. <laughs> Buck, he is super dead, though. God damn. <laughs> that guy... Boy, I do we have any Ziploc bags to put all his chili body in? Because, like, it's basically just, like, a award-winning chili.
0: Hey, check it out. Peter Parker's face is splattered against the wall here. I guess oh, now no. we know who wore these pajamas around town.
2: You guys know how, like, sometimes when you kill a spider, like, all the tiny little spider babies just, like, explode all over the place, start going <laughs> wild? Uh, that happened with a person just now. Yeah. And it's very fucking weird in that alley. Wait, so you're saying there's a lot of spider babies running around or a lot of human babies exploded out of Peter Parker? there's a lot of human spider babies exploded. A lot of man spider babies exploded out of Spider-Man.
1: Yeah, he ate a big (laughs) hoagie and there's like pieces of hoagie. Spider hoagie.
2: Equally horrifying, frankly. Yeah.
1: No, wait just a minute, cockamini.
2: Minute. You shout,
1: twisting
0: around to face the head honcho. Who is missing? Who got away? And who are you looking for? She stares at you for a moment as if you just wandered on the scene. I suppose you
1: need to know, she says. To avenge your death and put your soul to rest?
0: We were escorting a prisoner from Project Pegasus to a parole hearing. Alliteration is our jam. When we were ambushed, she replies, the prisoner's name was Maxwell Dillon. You probably know him better as Electro.
1: Oh, bram, bram, bram. <laughs> hey, guys, what page are we going to read about Electro on?
0: Seventy um, ten. 10. No, <laughs> that's a number in Hobbit speak. Anyway, it's a sex number. Turn to the sex number. Yes.
2: <laughs> Turn to the sex number.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Electro early in your career as a web spinning wonder. You first cross paths with Maxwell Dillon, better known as the villainous Electro, a freak bolt of lightning transformed him, in, transformed him from a lineman for consolidated Edison, which is a
2: football team. No, it's Con Ed. It's the uh, New York Power Company. Yeah, but
1: they have a lineman? Yeah, they have a defensive line and an offensive line. Neat. No, a lineman is like a guy who runs uh, power lines, I- I'm pretty sure. Mm.
0: Each time he has gone out on a rampage, you have hunted him down and caught him. And each time, he's found a way to escape. Probably with electricity powers.
2: If you want to talk about crime? Look at my Con Ed bill! But
0: I don't get it. That's the name of their power company. The, fo- the football team? Yeah, the football team. <laughs> They're really up there in the power rankings.
1: There it is. I don't know which of these are real football terms, you guys. I'm not sure what, which of these matter.
0: I overpaid on my electric bill and I got a quarterback.
1: That's not very much money in return, Mark.
0: That's a football
2: joke, right?
1: From the, ma- from the man who does the throwing? <laughs>
2: is, it, is it a
1: football joke from about the man, about the man that does the throwing? I'm
2: going to keep going.
0: To be so close and have him get away. Electro was never one to learn his lesson or even to lie low. He'll be around, looking for revenge, and until he makes his move, you and the people around Spider-Man are targets.
2: Is it lie low or lie low? (laughs) (laughs) I won't stop until I break Mark's brain.
0: Just wonderful, you think? Brooding? Like a brood? Like a spider would have?
2: Ew, gross. Uh,
1: Nasty.
0: Electro went loose, and all I caught were a couple of small fry. To top that all off, Peter Parker is even later for that meeting, which I guess we were going to. Some days, as the rabbit said, you should have stood in bed. You
1: should have stood in bed? I don't know.
0: What days are you supposed to stand in bed?
1: Whenever your parents aren't home, like, you do that, jump on the bed while they're out. Yeah, ruin know.
2: the springs in your own bed, which but, is... But standing yeah, on the bed? Yeah. That's not even fun. Huh?
1: This book's, like, the language of this book kind of sucks. Like, it's taking forever just to It's read. like an
2: alien describing what humans, what it thinks how humans would describe things. Right. Quips, say no more.
1: Oh, <laughs> damn it.
0: Hi, I'm Quips, say no more. And if you enroll now in my master class. <laughs> you leap atop the overturned truck, bouncing off its Pegasus emblem. Yeah, fuck you, Pegasus. At the high point of the leap, you let loose a single strand of webbing, mooring it against a handy flagpole jutting out from the Empire State Building. Twisting your body, you swing up to the highest point, then fire another strand. And in this fashion, swing off into the night, hoping to make it to the Daily Bugle
2: before Robbie gives up hope on you.
1: It's got good descriptions of how Spider-Man traverses his terrain, I think.
2: It's true. And twists his body and uses his bones to move. Yeah, <laughs> bones and
0: muscles in conjunction. Roll a bone's feet. If your bones exceed four, turn to page 128.
1: We have like 200 of those motherfuckers.
0: Oh shit, guys. Interlude. Ooh. Deep beneath the city, a hovercraft settles to rest outside an entrance to an underground labyrinth. Two men, dressed in green uniforms, disembark, manhandling a bound human form between them, a form struggling in a bulky straitjacket. Hmm. The pair and their prisoner approach the entrance, and a set of massive doors slides open to receive them. The bound figure is not gagged, and his voice rings down the tunnels as his captors half-lead, half-carry him onward. DOLTS! Shouts the captive. Don't you realize who I am? Mugatu. Max Dillon, called Electro by those who know and fear him, is pushed roughly through the doors into a small cell. What do you think the Venn diagram of people who know and fear Electro looks
2: like?
1: Uh, Everybody besides Spider-Man, probably. Very close to a circle, right? Yeah.
2: Okay. Wait, are you saying you wouldn't be afraid of a person that can control lightning? I'm just saying,
0: like, by people who know and fear him. So, like, there are people who fear him but don't know him, or there are people who know him but don't fear him.
1: Uh, It depends on what you mean by know. If we mean in the biblical sense, like, uh, You mean, like, carnal knowledge? Yeah, I do not have carnal knowledge of Maxwell Dillon.
2: But everyone who does is afraid of him, if you know what I'm saying. He is very bad at sex. Shocking.
1: Oh! Oh! oh, That's a a different bad guy, though. That's a different bad guy. What do you mean? Shocker a different bad guy yeah but electro still does shocking i don't know he might not be allowed to contractually <laughs> that's a copyright thing he could do zap he could do electric fi <laughs> can't do can't do shocking
2: he could do electro Zookas. gentlemen of the villain's court yeah electro has continued to violate my trademark on shocking with impunity guys villain's court is a really good idea for like a dumb
0: like animated youtube series or something yeah Uh, it's
2: called The Venture Brothers, and it has six seasons.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The doors clank shut and lock behind him, and he's left alone. His solitude is broken by a crackling voice that erupts from a hidden loudspeaker. Welcome to my sanctuary, Electro. (laughs) Intones the voice.
1: Please be Rhino.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have need of you, Electro. Of you and your special talents. Electro blinks in the strong light for a moment, straining his bindings. I know your voice, he says, staggering to his feet. I know you. Listen, we can work together. Between the two of us, we can recreate the Sinister Six, he says, holding up his fingers to do math.
1: Yeah, one, two, full stop.
0: The only reply is a long, throaty laugh that reverberates in the cell long after the loudspeaker's been shut off. End of interlude. Turn to eight.
1: Mm. (laughs) This motherfucker can't count.
0: I was really hoping we'd get to find out it was Rhino before the interlude ended.
1: <laughs> yeah. I want, to, I want to be the president of, of calendars. What? I don't know.
0: It takes you another 20 minutes to make it to the Daily Bugle building. 30-foot letters spelling out the newspaper's name dominate the 46-story building. Your destination is the 17th floor, where the city room offices... Uh, where the city room offices of the paper are located.
1: Yeah, the Daily Bugle has a robust international coverage. They have they have state rooms. They have uh, sort of like <laughs> entertainment rooms and sports rooms. You're looking for the city room. It's a
2: series of uh, like cubicles inside the state room, right? Just, you have the state mm-hmm. room and then you have the uh, county room, just, city room. I'm
0: not used to saying room followed by office. It just sounds kind of uh, redundant.
2: No, yeah, city room offices is a phrase that means nothing to me. It means zero th- things to me.
0: With a well-practiced flip of your body, you let go of your web line... <laughs>
1: Like, just say flip! Just say flip! We know that means your body!
0: No, (laughs) no. He did say flip, and then his editor was like, uh, ambiguous, question mark, flipping? What is this?
1: Yeah, please, describe flipping in a little bit of detail. With a well-practiced
2: flip of the bird, you saunter in 12 hours after you were supposed to come to work. Yeah,
1: with a sexual flip of your hair.
0: If we could take this editor, who is an extreme stickler for even slightly ambiguous things, and send him to the Zork books, we have a perfect balance.
1: Uh, well, at least we'd have our pronouns correct
0: Yeah Not a bunch of these fucking amateur nouns <laughs> With a well-practiced flip of your body You let go of your webline And, tucking into a somersault Land on the vertical surface of the building Far below you, the New York masses Hurry down 2nd Avenue without thinking to look up To see a man-sized shape It's just a man yeah. scrabbling
1: alongside the side of the building That's man-sized, also it's man-proportioned And it's man-shaped
2: yeah, it's a man says shape, but the shape is just a hideous mass of tiny man spiders. <laughs> oh, no, yeah,
1: we're too far away to see that it's actually just a bunch of tiny man spiders. Yeah, Spider-Man is
0: actually a Grey Goo experiment gone horribly right. He's in a suit. That's why you never see him outside of the suit. You never do. That's why they never have shots of him with his mask off in any of those movies.
1: Uh-uh, none of them. They have the stand-in. They have the uh, the, like the fake one, you know? You make for the
0: third window over, which you know leads to a convenient supply closet in which you can change back into your civilian clothes. False. Why
1: would there be a window in a supply closet? Yeah, that's pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. That is a rentable space now.
2: Guys, can I uh, can I get the that nice little room with the window as my own office instead of uh, us just putting a bunch of dirty-ass mops in it? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, If there's a New York
0: room with a window, someone is paying handsomely to live in that room. Oh, absolutely.
1: Unless the mops have lived there for generations and it's rent-controlled.
2: Or it's very, very funny to give Johnson the one office that has no windows at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the second window over is open, and voices come from the office within. Uh, judging by the flavor text, I'm going to assume it's this voice.
1: This is Jolly and Jameson.
0: Where's Parker? Says the first, a sharp hey, tone made raspy very by good. a continual diet of cigars. I don't know, but I've got a few other matters to attend to, says another more balanced, well-reasoned voice. It seems that Mr. Parker's attitude toward time leaves something to be desired, says a similarly voiced person. (laughs) (laughs) Says yet another voice. Well, that's her voice, so... I just gotta get this sentence. Says yet another voice, comma, female, as a door closes in the room. (laughs) At least Sam's here. Let's get started. You move past the window, noting the voices mentally. The first belongs to Jay Jonah Jameson, publisher of the Daily Bugle, and avowed Spider-Man foe. The second, Joe <laughs> Robbie Robertson.
1: Avowed. <laughs> I just like the idea of like there's there's some people who talk a lot of game about being Spider-Man foes, but Jay Jonah Jameson showed up to the swearing-in ceremony. Yeah. Wears his Spider-Man foe badge. Does the community service. He is an avowed Spider-Man foe.
0: He's got his Spider-Man foe diploma, like, framed in his office right yeah. next to his, like, graduated from Metropolis University in another universe one. That's
1: how you know he's credible. That's how you know he's credible.
0: Uh, the first belongs to Jay John Jemison. The second, Joe Robbie Robertson, the editor-in-chief. And the third, Catherine Cushing, city editor. She doesn't like you a whole lot either, which explains her voice. <laughs> Do you want to drop in on the meeting for a moment as Spider-Man or pass on by to the other window? Hmm.
1: We're already so late and he has, he, he, if we show up as Spider-Man and then show up as Peter Parker right after, is that going to make us look more suspicious or less suspicious?
2: I think that might, yeah, like people will start to connect the dots, right? No,
0: no one will ever connect the dots. J. Jonah Jameson is a fucking moron. You've you've been submitting selfies to him for years and he has not put it together <laughs> that you are
1: Spider-Man. How does he get these angles? He, Peter, Peter must be very strong.
0: Yeah, Peter's being carried around in a backpack and placed on lampposts by Spider-Man at all times. <laughs> Spider-Man is a monster. Uh, I would just like to point out that since we're going uh, dark side, Spider-Man, spooking Jameson is the least karma thing to do.
1: Yeah, let's, uh, let's do that, see so right, if yeah. we can lose some karma.
0: You know, says Cushing, looking at the pa- pacing Jameson over the top of her glasses. Parker shows talent from the time to time, but his career is almost entirely built on his pictures of Spider-Man. Someone dropped my name, you ask, swinging into the office.
2: Oh, my God. Peter Parker is Spider-Man. I can't believe we never put it together, but having said his name and then he just popped in and said, that's my name. Oh, my fuck. Oh, my fuck.
1: Hey, it's me, Peter Parker. I mean, Spider-Man. Ah, fuck. What am I wearing right now? (laughs) Guys, am I? Hey, guys, real quick. Am I in regular clothes or my Spider-Man outfit?
0: Can you see me? Can you hear me? Am I a ghost? (laughs) I've had a weird morning. I thought (laughs) I might be dead. (laughs) That manic wall crawler, shouts Jameson, what are you doing here? You throw an arm around the publisher affectionately before he can dodge out of the way. Did I tell you kids that Jonah saved my life at Anzio? Look here, you costumed idiot, sputters Jameson. But you notice that Cushing and the other man are hiding smiles at the publisher's discomfort. You are interrupting a private meeting, not to mention trespassing. Get out of here this instant. Well, you say with a smirk, since you put it so nicely, how can I refuse? Teasing Jameson is cruel, but of course, reduce your karma by one, it sure is fun. What do we end up with with karma? Nine.
1: All right, that's more than I thought we would. This book was fun. Yeah. It's very Spider-Man University, but I don't know how much like how much story fun it is. Yeah.
2: I mean, like, I'm sure they're fun books to read. Like if, say, you are stuck on a family vacation and your parents want to go to the beach, but like you're a very, let's say, easily burned child. That seems like the target market here is redheads, redheads, yeah, pasty white kids in general.
1: There's not a bucket hat big enough to cover all of how much I don't want to go to the beach. <laughs> so I'm just going to sit on the porch and read the Spider-Man book.
2: This is like the, this is one of the books that like the, uh, the days in at, in like Destin, Florida has and like the library section underneath all the, uh, brochures for Orlando stuff.
1: Have you guys been to a bed and breakfast, like for purposes of recreation and sort of like a uh, relaxation times? Not really. No? I actually have not. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. It might be all right. My wife and I are very old, um, <laughs> but they always. The, we've been to like three, and and there's always that library. And we went to one that had a a whole shelf of VHS tapes, and like I didn't explore the the audio uh, video hutch in my room, but I'm sure it had a VCR, and I'm sure we could have watched like a, a
0: um, Parent Trap,
1: Reindeer Games. I think was one of them. <laughs> uh, yeah, or the Parent Trap. Uh, but they, it's so weird. And, and I wonder like, is somebody curating this for a second? It sounded like, uh, people with VHS tapes were like pollinators. That was a pretty good, I was trying to figure out what would be the nectar in that situation. I
0: thought it was going to be like an STD metaphor or something. Yeah,
1: I mean, it could be, but I like the idea that, that like not all bed and breakfasts, but just the ones I've been to call out to loose tapes.
2: I've just gotten to this idea of like, it's the X-Files, but like they just investigate like chiller weird shit like it was like oh here's a motel just like every vhs tape in america is is working its way towards and right. no one's died yet it's just <laughs> yeah it's just weird thought we'd keep an eye on it so uh you know chesterton and uh felix you two uh take your time you got time obviously it's just vhs tapes but uh. huh. the meth files <laughs> yeah the Zed Files. It's the Canadian version of the department. They're a little more <laughs> laid there's back. A,
1: there's a kid with an 11-year-old beta fish, and that seems like a really long time for those to live. Could need you to check out the weird vibes on that.
2: I believe <laughs> that a goldfish, given enough time, could grow to, to any size. I mean, yeah, they grow to the size of the tank. Oh, that's...
1: You're, oh, just, okay. you're just saying that because you had a koi pond when you were a little kid. I, I believe in science. I
2: know that my sister's in a koi pond somewhere. Goddamn! I don't know if he actually gets that angry. I've n- I have not managed to get through an episode of The X Files.
1: Well, so I think what you just did was emote, and the trouble is that is that David Duchovny <laughs> lost that part of his brain in a lightning accident when he was small. So instead, I don't think he shows that he's angry. His character is written to be angry sometimes, but he never is, that shows it. is that a true
2: statement or is is that a joke? I can't tell. Or it's is believable. that X File?
1: It's very believable. It's an X File. It's a Z File.
2: Somehow this actor has become a famous actor Without having any ability to emote whatsoever Check it out, fellas
1: It's like he's, it's like he's always smirking Like what a baby looks like when it's taking a shit <laughs> Like it's not really happy Yeah Okay, that about does it Did Boy, people find week?
2: David Duchovny hot in the 90s? <laughs>
1: yeah, just keep going, just keep yeah. going God, it's so hard Because I, I think the answer to that question is Because that's bait, Chris. that's bait, right? Yeah. You want to get they into lure that him in He's got this yeah. sort of half open Like, yeah, okay That about does it for us this week on Booze Your Own Adventure, where we were Spider-Man. We might look at the other ones, see what it's like to be Iron Man. I wonder how they're going to make us be drunk, because I think the books are supposed to be for kids. Uh, But I guess we'll find out. Until next time, I've been Ian. I'm David Duchovny. And I was Rhino. (laughs) (laughs) And until next time, remember, always choose responsibly.
2: When I was a kid, I thought his name was David Anchovy for the longest time. David Anchovy? Yeah. The rhino? Yeah. (laughs)
0: Offensive line is that thing we bleeped out at the start of this podcast. Don't, Mark, we
1: have to bleep it out again because you said it now.
0: Don't worry, I'll edit it so it seems like Chris is the bad one. (laughs) That's all I wanted to hear. So you just won't edit it? (laughs) Yeah. Actually, I'll give it to Chris to edit and he will do that.
2: You're right, I won't edit it.